It's bold. It's real. It may even make you blush. But one thing is certain, it will definitely inspire you to push your limits and accelerate your business growth. You're listening to another episode of Confessions of a Barefoot Beauty Guru, and here's your host, Elle Wilson. Welcome everyone, thank you for joining us again on Confessions of a Barefoot Beauty Guru. As you can see in the background, or here I should say, there's little birdies singing to us. Hi Toby. Magpies, I think. Are they? I think so. Oh yeah, they are too. They're actually right outside my office window. All right, what do you want? Having a little chat to us. But anyway, let's get back, Toby, to the task at hand which is to do this week's uh, episode and uh, we're going to talk about something that I find can really really challenge salon owners entrepreneurs in general really but we are talking about the salon spa Mm -hmm. uh, entrepreneur and their teams too correct and um, as we, we were sort of discussing this a little bit and thought it would be a really lovely topic because as we mentor and we coach at Truebrow salon owners their teams seems to come up a lot so you know it's kind of uh the, the the sentence is i love working with clients but and and i really love it because the question is what comes after the but well for many for many different things for different yes, people but the one one thing that really came up for me is this whole idea of being able to lead clients and when clients come into our salon a lot of the time they're coming in um, with things that they want that they've seen that have been marketed to them throughout the industry, throughout magazines, a lot of the time through beauty editors, bloggers, YouTube and so on. What is our role as the beauty the beauty salon owner and, and in some cases the salon's team members, what is our role in the life of, of the client? And how do we how do we really uphold the integrity of the industry and us as professionals? What do we do? You know, what have we done at Truebrow to do that? Um, I think because you know I love talking about Truebrow purely with you to, to to our beautiful audience because there is so much that we have done within Truebrow that is just so relevant to so many people in the industry um, that are that are really about integrity and, and upholding uh, the and maintaining the integrity of the beauty industry and the beauty professional. And that needs to be done, doesn't it? It does. I'm just laughing at the birds. I know, I'm seeing you <laughs> laughing and I'm thinking, don't do that, Dovey. But, but that, that obviously is something, you know, really significant because there are many, you know, many changes in the beauty industry right now where... People are entering it without proper qualifications, which is fine. Um, you can't stop things developing and changing. It wasn't like that 36 years ago, 20 years ago. You know, we had a lot of regulations. Now it's kind of like everyone can come in. Facebook groups are letting people in that have just done even short courses. And all of a sudden, you know, we've got a really big mix. As I said, it's not a judgment, but we need to deal with this in the industry. And these people, these beautiful people, a lot of the time, amazing. I get to speak to them. I get to offer them even true brow and take them through, 
you know, some really compelling and comprehensive education. But even these people have a responsibility to uphold certain values in the industry, which will continue to enhance the beauty industry. So let's talk a little bit about, because I've just been talking the whole time, and I need a little bit of feedback, but we'll just see how we go. Let's talk about leadership. I love working with clients, but I find leading them really difficult or I find um, retailing, and that's what leadership really is. It's about how do we contribute, and that part of that is through prescribing. You know, doctors prescribe medication, we prescribe products, we prescribe particular products that we believe uh, have got really high value and integrity. So how do we do that when we have difficulty leading? Like, yeah, What do you well, think about I, that? I think it's so dependent on both sides of the equation it's dependent on the the person who is working in the business and their role in really interacting with the client um, and sometimes people have natural leadership qualities in their personality they have confidence they just they just have a type of personality that's more um, suited to leadership and some some sometimes clients have a very very strong personality and they and some clients are harder to lead than other clients aren't they yeah I think if we if we go back to perspective like at the beginning of this year we really did bring in uh, a new theme for our podcast which was really talking about how perspectives can shift entire belief systems about ourselves about what we're doing and and I want to come back to that because I think it's such a powerful thing to to keep bringing this podcast back to so that we're of the highest possible value really optimizing the value while people are listening while you know audiences listening what are they gaining like really that's that's really important to us so for me I just think that that I really believe actually I don't think I really believe that how we see ourselves we don't even have to be great leaders but, but how we see what we're offering and, and what we're at, what our purpose is. So when we shift our perspective away from that, from, from the idea that we're retailing or that we, we, you know, we're just doing a job, but we really look, like our perspective shifts into we're contributing. Like we're actually contributing to the beauty story of another human being. They, they're coming into us. And, and you know, now when people come into salons, they have so much more information on their, you know, in their hands and in their minds. They don't only have information; they also have this incredible, um, uh, almost like a, a sense of the, that that they know what's best for them a lot of the time, and they can really put us off if we if we're not really clear. So, we can only be put off um, what we, we we're believing inside ourselves and what we have to offer if we don't have a strong enough purpose inside of ourselves. If our perspective isn't a hundred and fifty percent clear, and it's the same when we're trying to teach team members to retail and giving them targets, that people actually you know can be motivated certainly by targets, but mostly human beings are motivated by having by contributing by seeing that they're actually having a difference in the life, making a difference in the life of another human being, and that that sometimes in our industry has to be to get sort of through all the marketing jargon and all the all the stuff that's thrown at, at women especially and men to you know do this you know do there'll be one trend and there'll be another one and what's the role of a professional beauty salon owner spa owner and their team it really is to I believe 
to really authentically look at what what are we doing? What are we actually doing for the life of another human being that is going to, at some point, trust us because we trust ourselves? So it's not about becoming a great leader first. First, it's about purpose and, and the perspective that you have about what it is you are actually doing. Yeah, you, you also... Um touched on an interesting topic which is that you know that of targets and that of the sort of data driven you know model the real strong salons that are really focused on sales as opposed to adding value and I've certainly spoken with salon owners who have managed to you see but like I mean it comes back to seeing a business as this sort of living organism like it's made up of human beings and and a, a really important part of managing a business and growing a business is the sustainability of it. How you can have certain initiatives, but can they be sustained? And I've seen salons who are very go very you know heavily into sales focus and sort of you know data focus, like you know the the, the money is the whole thing, and they can get an increase in sales, but then quite often. Um, it's not unusual for that to be coupled with a loss of team members. Mm-hmm. So, so we're driving one part of our business at the expense of another. Mm. And when you look at a business as just a collection of human beings who are performing activities and interacting with other human beings, um, uh, the human element is a really important element. And in fact, there was a, a Harvard Harvard business study that was done on the salon industry and they said that the number one biggest challenge in the industry is human resources. It's actually finding the right and maintaining and keeping the right team members. Would you? Um, so all I was just saying is that just in just coupled with what you were saying uh, about there's nothing wrong with targets, that's correct, but when they dominate the business and 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 money comes more becomes more important than people you can see influxes of sales you can see increases of sales through that pressure but you also see the flip side which can be the um the turnover of team members which is a huge cost to, to a business mm, mm. I, I just something's coming up for me toby while you're sharing that which is interesting i think that as if a salon if a salon spa owner is is really interested in data-driven results like that's that's just how their mind thinks and that's what they want i think that it's such a cool thing for them to know that about themselves and and stand in that place of integrity because that that's okay Mm -hmm. you can be that way but when that that salon owner is looking for team members then you need to be very clear that the team members you want are ones that are driven by a financial gain or are driven by uh, you know that has to be one of your key. Yeah, be transparent about that Abs- up front. Absolutely, yeah. and 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 you know really sift through the people with that being your focus. That you want people that are actually interested in reaching targets, um, taking you know bonuses home. That that is how they are motivated, inspired. If you if you are really data driven and you're finding people that are not driven like that and you're trying to put like a, a square what does it say? A peg a round peg in a square hole. Is that the right 
way yeah. to say it. I'm not sure which way is. It, I don't know. Is, is it a way. square peg in a round hole or a is round it? peg in a square? I never hole? know. I think it's a square peg in a round hole. Is that what it is? I'm glad you're here. I'm guessing. Anyway, whatever. Either way, you're trying to force something to be a particular way, and that whole idea is I love working with clients, but you know, I there's going to be a yeah, but what's there. After the but? So coming back to this whole idea of you know I, I need to be a great leader to to prescribe um, the right products and so on to to my clients um, you know I've got to learn leadership skills I, I'm going to go a step I'm just going to take this to a different sort of I'm going to bring in a new perspective on that and I, as I said earlier I actually don't believe that you need to first become a great leader before you can um, contribute what you need to do is let's go back to purpose again. I love what you said about businesses also being a living organism. It really is that, and it's made up of people, you know, people's beliefs, their values, clients' beliefs and values. That's what marketing is all about, right? Is attracting the ideal client that's attracted to your value system and so on. So, you know, one of the things that we come back to is the purpose of your business. That will that will hold. That will that's like the building block. If you know what your purpose is and you're so committed to that and you truly can let that land in your heart and, and take it to heart, what is the purpose? What is your purpose? When your team members know the purpose that they hold and that you value the fact that they know their purpose and they are living their purpose inside of your salon, you find that you, that, that living, breathing organism that is your business is going to be more... Uh, hold more integrity more authenticity and have a consistency that there's no push or nagging or trying to get people to uh, team members to do something even your own self to do something so I find I must admit I, I know that when I had my salon I, I felt the value that that I was contributing because I investigated researched I did my due diligence because I really my clients were just you know, really, I, I took it to heart that these people were actually so taking place, my advice. And placing Listen. trust in you. And, yeah. Absolutely. It wasn't just, it wasn't a fickle thing. It wasn't just that they would come in and they would say to me, oh, I want, they'd want a new trend. And I, I would have investigated it. I would have looked at it because I knew it was there and I knew it was available. And it didn't mean that I would say, oh, yes, go for that. I would really strip it apart and I would take a look to see what I, as the expert, see again I'm coming back to me being the expert, that's another thing, is the belief a great leader really does stand in that. They know that they are an expert. So if you have any team members that are not performing or whatever, really, that's a, or even yourself, if you're not performing optimally, it's a really beautiful thing to start at. Do, do you believe inside of yourself that what you're offering is you're the best expert in your location on a particular in a particular service. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I really would. If you don't believe, then how how can others believe you? Yeah. It's going to come through and everything. So let's look at purpose is one thing. What is your purpose in the life of your ideal client? You know? And you could consider if you're having trouble with that, you could also you know flip the question and ask yourself what would the impact be? Why would it matter if your business didn't exist? Like, why would it matter to the marketplace? So you wow. can look at it either way. I love that. Mm. I love these. I love these questions that are part of the building blocks, the real building blocks of a a, a business, a successful solid foundation, solid foundation mm -hmm. a business that is built on. Once you get those those things right, 
you know, its purpose. Why, you know, what, what would be missing in the marketplace if your business wasn't there? Why would a client come to your business and, and bypass like 10, 15 other salons on their way and choose you? Like these are all extremely, extremely significant building blocks that build extraordinary businesses. Well, it's the seed of what can be referred to as your unique uh, selling proposition or your unique sales positioning or your it's just your USP as to... That's the core of, of everything that you build out in your business comes from that core. So every marketing message comes from that. Every, you know, you can build client interactions and client experiences around that. Um, but yeah, it's really important. Well, I think it's, I think the foundation of that eases the burdens that can very easily show um, or rise up in a business day to day, day in, day out, if they are not, if they're not solid. It's like you, you know, you have a business where you just step into it and you start working and then you allow the business to take you and develop. And there's nothing wrong with that, but there is a way to do that where you're not going to be have a business made of straw, you know, where the big bad wolf comes and huffs and puffs or what does he do? And blows the blows business the down. Yeah, blows the... <laughs> blows your business down or even your sense of mental health you know is constantly disturbed when you have a business that you haven't strategically really reflected on and looked at to see you know you're not living in uncertainty in a way yeah and it's almost like you know there's a there's incredible mental anxiety that comes with that one of the things that i wanted to share toby is um recently we've put out strategy sessions where you know salon owners can book us a strategy session with me we talk about true brow we talk about whether it's a fit for them we talk about challenges they're having in their businesses their pricing it's been actually a really exciting time for me i'm really meeting some beautiful beautiful human beings and having that time to to just connect with them in very in lots of different ways actually but the key question that i bring up there's two things actually but one one of the questions that i bring up that i think is just absolutely key is why would and i mentioned it just earlier but i'm going to repeat it and reinforce this because I, I would love you to really think about this because this is a question that is really significant and so often just shortcutted through and not really uh, looked at is why would why would a prospect a client bypass drive past 10 12 i mean this is how many salons are popping up everywhere now right in especially australia even everywhere really um <clears throat> excuse me even in the current world circumstances believe it or not uh, why would they bypass drive past all of these other salons and choose you now if you haven't got a uh, a clear you know really uh strong answer. and meaningful answer to that question thank you love it how you feel in my little well it needs bits. to be meaningful to the marketplace it's not it's not an idea that we're looking for it's a reality that we're looking for. Yes, and, and unless you have that, unless you have that, you, are, you will struggle because it affects absolutely everything, everything. So I think that, you know, it's a, it's a key uh, question that, that honesty is going to allow you to come to, you know, come to some sort of resolution about that question inside of yourself and and if you feel that there's not really anything uh, then 
start looking for the thing. What could it be? What could that be? It doesn't mean because you don't have anything right now that you can't have anything, but what is it that it could be? For me, I know what it was was true brow in my salon. Like I had people travelling for two hours to get to me through incredible traffic. I had young girls at university that could hardly afford anything, but I don't know, did they not eat for three days and they'd come and pay me money to do their brows? Like, you know, it was it was extraordinary to see how what I had developed and and so do so many of our salons you know I really do believe Tribra answers that question for so many uh, beauty professionals but it doesn't have to be Tribra what is your answer to this question and if you don't have it as we just said it's really something to explore there's one other question I love in the strategy sessions that I think is really important is what do what do you want it's a really important question because mm. often when we're developing a business or we're considering how we're going to build out our, strategize our business or if we even do that. That's probably, I'll just say, that's probably one of the only questions that you can't find the answer to on Google. Yeah, I love that. That's you know? cool. You, yeah. You can't, you can't go looking and find that answer. And I think also a lot of the time out, we, we default into all the things we don't want and we focus on what we don't want rather than what we do want. Enormous pelicans soaring through the sky over there. I was wondering what you were looking at. Which we could show you (laughs) one. If I could just get your attention again, that would be really good. I'm back. (laughs) But, uh, you know, like we we focus on what we don't want. And I know that you and I do that a little bit when we, we bring each other up on that. Not that we do focus on what we don't want, but when we do happen to fall into that, the other person might say to you know you might say to me but oh what do you want and it's so powerful yeah it to really have people is. like that in your world and in your inner circle that can just it's almost like a little intervention isn't it well it's a great way that we can intervene with ourselves we can ask ourselves that question particularly if ever we're stuck in some sort of negativity or if we're relating to when we start to relate internally our internal dialogue if we notice it becomes focused on what we don't want and where we're sort of reasoning around what we don't want that's a really great intervention to just sort of stop there and say no no no, but what is it that I do want and actually start mm. and and reorient and start focusing on that oh and just backtrack and so when we see that that's actually happening I would suggest we don't even say no 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 just just covering that for a second yeah. but that we notice it and it's okay that we're that we've stepped we've sort of diverted a little bit into a direction that is really going to take us down the rabbit hole right and just very delicately and graciously not even saying the word no not even saying no to it but very lovingly and delicately just coming back to a place within us which is really quiet and noticing it and then going okay but what but right now what do I want because when we're stepping into what we don't want we're already in a bit of a story we're already coming from a bit of lack we're coming from fear and that that's really really a significant thing to notice and And so if we're building if we're giving the more energy that we give to that the more that we build more of that correct and then our, our business and our life becomes about storytelling and about frustration and about grievances and about 
rather than Mm. inspiration, productivity, and and really living out our purpose. So I'd like to ask all of you, do you know what your purpose is? And uh, there'll be different levels of purpose inside of someone's business too. There will be the, the, you know, you might have a purpose a personal purpose financially that you want your business to reach like for us with true brow we we ask our girls you know when they they come in you want a six-figure brow business whether it's within your beauty business or you know as a as a bar a brow bar you want a six-figure business is it is it low is it medium is it high really think about that reflect on that so that on one level there is a financial purpose that a business has it has to have that because that's what business is it's about transactions it's transactional and it's about giving receiving well, it must. And if it's not profit. generating profit then that's yeah, correct it's, it's not serving its purpose so the next purpose on a deeper level is your heart purpose what is it that you want to be offering what is it that you're contributing and 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 how meaningful can is that to you and to your world and and I really do believe when someone owners spa owners I keep saying spa because I know in the in North America they say spa instead of salon because salons are like hair salons aren't they over in the states anyway so that's why I do that and I probably need to stop doing that because I think the girls are going to know by now (laughs) everyone's going to know but as the beauty professional you know once you hold that really dear inside of yourself your purpose there is there's a higher propensity for you to attract people well, certainly your clients, you'll know when you've attracted a client that is aligned with your purpose because that'll be your ideal client. But also team members, if at some point you want to grow, you want to want some support, you'll be attracting people that are aligned. It's almost like the universe is waiting for us to align within ourselves, to gain that clarity from a really in a really profound and beautiful way within, not in a hard way, but in a way that's really... Um, holds real meaning for us and once we're aligned uh, it can it can then respond to that that sense of alignment rather than we're being all over the place doing every single thing that every new marketing everything that comes out every trend every fad every quick fix we're just all over the shop and we're trying to to accommodate the marketing machine that runs behind that's running constantly behind the beauty industry and keeps throwing things out at the beauty industry rather than us prevailing as the experts and going yeah i'm not sure that that's that's going to contribute to my clients you know for example with brows timeless beauty with her brows i'm not sure that that that's that's what is going to get her there or with skin it could be something else or with you know any service whatsoever but it's us really holding that that you know that that alignment and that meaning inside of ourselves yeah i I think that there's quite a a a deep and grand like purpose to of all the different businesses that exist when we look at a, a beauty salon the depth of its purpose is quite quite significant like like it's huge if you look at what people want everywhere if you look at um it's it's beauty like why does someone buy clothes one item of clothing over another why do they hang things on their walls why why do we um prefer one particular design of a home than another like it's all speaking to beauty it's all speaking to all these different 
um, sort of aspects of beauty, but to really connect with that, like you look at all of the the world-renowned artists and sculptors and designers and all of that, that's all surrounding beauty. You look at things that are dripping with class, like, like highly expensive things. Those things represent beauty in the world. What what gives gold its value? What gives the sparkle of a diamond? Because we find it beautiful. So that the very um, sort of characteristic of beauty to actually bring that in all its forms to a human being, and you're not dealing with some inanimate object that you're that that you're sort of painting and putting on your wall. You're not dealing with a stone that you're carving. You're dealing with a human being that you're working with, and you're. Your whole role, your whole career, your whole business is surrounded giving beauty form. You've actually got that human being and you're there to to do that. That's like like it's no small purpose. It's really it's really I beautiful. love that. That is absolutely beautiful. I've never heard anyone explain what a beauty professional actually does more beautifully than that. I hope everyone has enjoyed Toby's um spiel i don't know what you would call that his wisdom that he just shared with us what an honor it was to listen to that because that is absolutely so true and i know that you know you can we can say that people love beauty and things and certain things and a different quality of things for many different reasons not just for beauty it could be for status and other things but in our case yeah but i think it all comes as tied into beauty. Yeah, even I, status I would, you don't have actually, something that's like really grotesque revolting and ugly and that gives you status. Mm. You have have something that you is like, not. wow, that looks amazing. It's pleasing to the eye. But there also is. I have to. We're going to have a little moment here, right? But I, I no, do also. Have an and this is. <laughs> Uh, okay, no, I'm kidding. Um, but I also think that what's lovely about what what we're, we're speaking about now is that we're pulling apart, you know, a few things. And and I would say that um, this is what we can't deny people their own expression of beauty everyone has a you know there are there is a true there's true meaning to beauty right we know that because we know about the you know the the way that harmony plays such a huge part in what is beautiful we see it in beautiful cars we see it in beautiful homes we see it in an eyebrow we see it in um, well why is that it's because we have embedded in us the knowledge of beauty Otherwise, if we looked at something, how would we know whether it was beautiful? Unless we had that knowledge of what perfect form is. Mm. And, anyway. But I, I do also want to say that, that decisions, this is where the beauty professional is so important because decisions are made um, by, by people because of such heavy marketing. And sometimes those decisions are not right for them. And as the beauty professional, we have to be courageous enough to stand up and go, you know what, like... Let's talk about it. You know, this is where we become the actual educator. This is where we become. This is where we become the educator, and and, and we become, you know, the the go-to expert for our clients. That they in no way do they feel like they can't trust us. They're loyal to us because they're trusting our information, and we have to be responsible in that. We have to see that we are actually not just making money. That these are not human beings we're just getting money from i mean these really truly human beings that are trusting their beauty in us and we have to 
We have to research, we have to look into. We have to do our role. We have to mm. be and do our role and hold that um, as something that's of really high integrity. So when we have the I love working with clients but, find out what your but is and uh, we'd love to hear about it actually it would be fantastic to hear about it and if you want to book a strategy session in with myself even maybe with toby you're most welcome to do that we're going to make sure that we put the link in uh when we put this podcast out and if you're uh, listening somewhere and you don't have a link feel free just to shoot us an email at support at truebrow.com mm, you can also do that yeah that'd be great and i and i think that uh, today's episode's come to an end because i think we've really sort of uh, shared quite a bit and I get a sense that this podcast there'll be a lot of um, a lot moving for for our audience um, after this podcast and a lot to reflect on and and I love that we get to offer you so much more than just ideas and concepts but we really get to um, express and and share with you um, things that will really that hold just so much more than just ideas and concepts and practical things to do. So thank you so much for being with us today, Toby. Thank you for taking your time to share your wisdom and honouring the beauty professional so, so superbly as you did today. I'm sure that everyone is going to be grateful for your beautiful words. Thank you, everyone. Have a glorious week and we will be back again with more shortly.